Thanks for tuning in to Beyond the Bench. This is a podcast for athletic directors, coaches, and leaders, and it's done by three athletic directors from Iowa. I'm Todd Gordon from Greene County in Jefferson, and I'll be joined by Scott Jarvis from Ankeny Centennial and Aaron Stecker from Cedar Rapids Kennedy. If you have any questions or comments you'd like to leave us, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at beyondthebenchgls at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and let's get to today's podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beyond the Bench, and you are listening live to Season 2, Episode 31. 32. 32. 32. Lose track of my numbers already. So, Episode 32. And we are on a Sunday night recording, August 30th. Uh, two days after the first home football game, Scott's had a tournament, and the pedal is down, boys. <laughs> yes, let's, it is. Let's roll. Hey, and the gang's all here tonight. Good to be back with you. It is. Yeah. It is. And let's, uh, you know, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff tonight, too. But I want to go back, uh, Aaron, to a story a couple weeks ago oh. about you and a, Colum- a diner in Columbia, Missouri. So. Yeah. I don't know if you knew this or not, but the world's kind of a small place. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm starting to figure that out a little bit. So, so yeah, crazy. A couple weeks ago, we're uh, moving my daughter down into uh, Mizzou. I say M-I-Z. You guys say? Z-O-U. There you go. Just checking your, your big 12 slash SEC knowledge there. Yeah. I think I can live with her going to Mizzou because they're SEC now. If they were still a Big 8 slash Big 12 team, I'd, I'd struggle. I'd be tough for Iowa Stater. Yeah, but, uh, but the, the fact they're an SEC school now, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. I've, I've kind of forgotten about them. Um, <laughs> we moved her in down there, and I went down the night before, and you know they, they kind of had a cool way they did it. They kind of gave every they, – they really pared down the move in, and, and they only had so many rooms uh, – Per floor and per dorm move in at one time and so you get a 90 minute move in slot and so we gone down the day before and our move in slots at 12 30 so we uh went to a diner went walking around downtown columbia it's a really cool downtown attached to remind you a lot of iowa city um with downtown just right off of the campus and i uh, went to ernie's diner in columbia missouri and ernie's ernie's down ordering breakfast and we had a little bit of a wait so we were i was trying to pay attention to people around us and didn't see anybody I knew, didn't recognize anybody. Sitting down, reading our breakfast, and then uh, the waitress had brought and sat our ticket down on the table and said, I'll take that whenever you're ready. And about two minutes later, she comes back and she picks the ticket up and says, hey, this, is, this has been taken care of already, so I'm just going to take this for you. And so my wife and, and Raylan and I kind of look around the place like, um, we don't have <laughs> anybody here. What are you, what are yeah. you talking about? She's like, nope, it's been, been taken care of. And she said, I was supposed to tell you. Thanks for all you do for kids and really love the podcast and what you do for ADs with the podcast. Keep up the great work. And my jaw must have dropped. <laughs> and my wife, my daughter go, what? <laughs> That's awesome. So then, 
then the another waitress comes over and says, "Yep, I was actually waiting on him, and he wants to stay anonymous and and stuff, but he came in to carry your check and said, "Great podcast, keep up the great work." Wow. And so now, of course, I go into this mode of, "Okay, who who's down here that I know that I didn't recognize?" Because I'm uh-huh. right, I'm not in that mode. And so, is there somebody I should recognize, and I and I don't, or who's down here in Missouri as far as ads go that I should know, and I didn't recognize him? But no, really cool deal having somebody just. Out of blue. The, the funny thing is, and then my wa- or my daughter reminded me of this, is we're getting ready that morning. I had taken down two shirts. I had a Kennedy t-shirt and I had our, our BTB t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, what shirt should I wear today, Raylan? She says, are you going to wear the BTB shirt? I'm, I'm thinking about it. Says, no, that's a, little, that's a little too much self-promotion there, dad. <laughs> so Did I wore the say- Kennedy shirt. You should have said, hey, honey, don't you know I'm famous now? I am. And that's what I thought I should see. Obviously, I know. everybody knows the BTB podcast. So <laughs> on the show. Don't uh, you no, know me? <laughs> so, hey, that's a, that's a that's cool awesome. deal. So hats off to you guys for clearly somebody in Missouri or somebody who was in, at least in Columbia that day is a listener. So whoever you are. Thank you. Catching this episode. Thanks for breakfast. Um, it was a great part of our morning. Loved it. Um, and. Uh, if you want to reach out, touch base, let me know. Cause next time I come down, I'll get you breakfast. That's awesome. That's and great. We'll, and we'll send them a BTBT, a BTB's t-shirt. We'll right. get you your own BTB shirt. Just let yep. us know. That was really cool. Thanks very much. That was fun. Oh, uh, that's awesome. That's a great story. Great story. What do you have for breakfast? You probably had a cup of fruit. No, no. When I do when I do breakfast there, I go. I I had an omelet. I had a ham and cheese omelet. Ah, yes. Nice so, and simple, but good. Browns. And some hash browns. Hash browns. Great diner. It, Ernie's diner. It looked like a diner. It was. It lived up to the name. Good. Great place. Great. Well, hey, how about we pay a couple bills, Scott? Lead her off. All right. Are you an AD interested in saving time or making your job a little less stressful? Yes, definitely at this time. Are you looking for ways to improve the fan experience at your games? Yep, all 25% of them. And well, guess what? Take a good look into Hometown Ticketing. Hometown Ticketing provides schools with everything needed to offer professional-level online ticketing at absolutely no cost to your school or athletic program. Hometown Ticketing integrates industry-leading technology directly into your existing school or athletic website. This provides your fans with a simple and easy ticket-buying experience that takes place directly on your website without the need to create an account, remember a password, or download an app. From individual game tickets to customized season pass programs, our friends at Hometown Ticketing can customize an entire ticketing platform for your program, and the best part is it doesn't cost your school or athletic program anything to get started. So go to Hometown Ticketing, www.hometownticketing.com, and reach out to our partners, Hometown Ticketing. Fantastic. We're getting ready to use them for the first time this Friday. So I love it. Yeah. I, uh, I'm anxious to see how that goes. We'll be starting selling stuff online here this week and uh, get people through the gate on Friday using them. So I'll, we'll see how that goes. Should be good. Good. Anxious to hear how that goes. Yeah. So, you know, we also a good partnership with Gipper and uh, 
Using Gipper, you can create and share professional sports graphics to social media in seconds on any device and without needing any design experience. So try Gipper out for free at gogipper.com backslash athletics. That's gogipper.com backslash backslash athletics. Gipper's now in the podcast arena. You can listen to them by searching for Standout, and that's hosted by Matthew Glick. You know, the other feature they have that's very nice is that you can schedule posts, uh, so you can just have them posted automatically. Uh, that's really handy to do those weekly posts, do them at one time, do them on a Sunday night or uh, whenever, on a Monday morning. So they're scheduled for the week, and you don't have to worry about doing them daily. So uh, check out our partners, Gipper. And uh, let them help you. They're just fantastic. New templates about every day, it seems like. There's new things you can do. I really like those uh, COVID mask up ones and the social distance. Yes. I, actually made, I actually made those and then uh, had my print shop uh, make them so we could hang them up at our stadium and in our gymnasium. So that was really helpful. So yes. yep. thank agree. you for those templates. Yes, Doing- good idea. Doing the same, doing the same thing. And hey, you know, that scheduling post is a really cool feature if you remember to use it. The Todd <laughs> actually do that. The Aaron Steckers of the world wake up at 6.30 a.m. on Saturday and think, huh, I should send out some, you know, game day things and, and do it on Saturday morning right before those events start rather than thinking ahead and planning ahead and using the cool features they built in for us to use to make our life easier. But thanks <laughs> to the folks there at uh, – at Gipper. Speaking of folks who want to make things easier for us, our final shout out uh, uh, to Varsity Bound uh, and just the great work they're doing to support ADs um, and support high school athletics and, and really create a cool interface for, for coaches, for fans, for ADs, uh, for athletes, for the sports media, uh, just kind of come together and, and uh, I don't know, like I said, great, a great interface uh, to get the stats and the rosters and the, and the previews of games. And they're working so hard on the backside administrative stuff. We've talked all summer long about the COVID-19 screening app uh, that they've got. Uh, But they're adding more and more features along the way, improving their dashboard. It seems like every time you log out and log back in, it looks a little different because they've made an upgrade. So um, certainly encourage you to take advantage of everything Varsity Bound is offering uh, to schools and the coaches and ADs. And again, and that, that public side of it, that public face of promoting our programs, helping us raise some money communicating with your with your athletes and your families. I used it the other day to um, push out a reminder to all of our followers about joining our booster clubs. I pushed the link my booster club uh, website out as a message through the Varsity Bound app the other day. So cool features to make use of. Thanks to those guys at Varsity Bound for all they do and for supporting Beyond the Bench uh, for as well. You bet. Well, Oh, well, you know, we haven't, for a while, we haven't, uh, for a couple of weeks, haven't done a little what's up, what's down. So uh, we're going to throw that back into the podcast this week. And we're going to go over to Cedar Rapids. And Aaron, you're going to lead off. So what's up with you? I think Aaron just froze. He froze on me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So let's, Scott, let's see if we yeah. get him back. That's never happened before. I know uh, it. Yeah. So what's up with you? Well, I, I, I had an opportunity to be on Jason Parker's um, hmm. Engaged Athletics podcast, and I really, really enjoyed our conversation. 
we really talked about um, just as an athletic director, what we do kind of outside of our, our normal day, um, just to kind of be who we are. Um, and we talked about how we kind of um, just recreate ourselves through the things that we do on the, you know, on the weekends and um, what we do um, just to kind of have fun and relax, which I told him in our conversation that I don't do a very good job of that. I need to be better at that. Um, but it was a really great conversation. I enjoyed talking to him. What a awesome guy. I mean, we had a great time and, uh, we continue to text back and forth now. So I just like to thank him for need to do better. It was a great conversation. So thanks to Jason. You bet. Or about lost you there too. You froze up and Uh lost about 10 seconds of that there. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to that podcast the other day. Um, yeah driving down to my daughters and it was really good good job yeah Jason it was has fun. A good podcast as well engaged athletics yeah it was good yeah, for me uh, what's up i got my wife out golfing today for the first time in about six or seven years wow and, uh, yeah uh, we had a lot of fun and good she uh she did a good job so it was <laughs> just fun to be able to to do something with her instead of you know yeah. going away and and yeah. so it's something I know we're going to try and get done and, and, uh, do a little bit more of, but we got her started today anyway. Uh, actually golfed with hall of famer, Mitch Osborne and his wife from Harlan. Um, so it was a good time just really relaxing out on the golf course. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun sometimes when you get to just hang out with your wife and just kind of have almost like a date, you know, that doesn't happen very often. So it's nice when you're, able to do that so yeah take advantage when you can so yeah got her out going well Aaron must still be trying to see what's going on here so let's go to what's down anything down with you right now Scott well <laughs> I think we're going to talk about it tonight but just uh I'm ready for COVID to be over <laughs> it's no doubt it, uh, you, you get put in no win situations and as ADs we're just, that's what we do. We try to make win-wins. We try to, you know, please people. We try to do the best thing for our kids. And right now it's just really tough. So that's been my down. I'm sure I'm not, I'm not alone in that one. So, um, but it's just, yeah, as you know, Todd, it's just been tough to, to get through all this stuff and to limit fans and to do a bunch of stuff that we don't want to do, but we're doing it for the health and safety of our student athletes and our fans and everyone. And not everybody shares the, shares the sentiment we do. So. No, that is completely right. That's completely right. So uh, for me, you know, I haven't been driving anywhere for a while. <laughs> yeah. um, traffic's been good. And I, I think it's, yeah, I, I, I really don't have anything different than what you said. I, I think it's just yeah. ready for this to be over, and I don't think it's going to be. It's just where we're at today. Yeah. Um, but it's just I – mean, that's really going to get into our main topic is uh, talking about what we're feeling right now and, you know, how we combat it and power through it. So yeah. I think our down is, is – it's the same for me as it is for you. Um, yeah. I really can't make anything else up about that. Yeah. It's just been a tough go of it because 
people just uh, want to do what they want to do and, and, and we want to allow them to do that. But right now with all the guidance that we're getting from our, you know, from the CDC, from Iowa Department of Health, from Polk County Department of Health, um, you know, our governor made a statement Thursday that we shouldn't have gatherings over 10. And then we are playing football, playing volleyball, getting people together. And uh, I just don't, I, it's just crazy. The inconsistency is, I think, probably what's toughest for most people. I got to thinking, too, I, the other day, and that could be part of my down was, well, I'll keep going. We'll get, but would we be playing baseball and softball given the situation we're in right now? Yeah, I don't I mean, know. Would we have started baseball, softball if our numbers are what they are right now? Because it seems like they're – I mean, obviously, they're going up in a lot of places. Yeah. But I just – that's why I feel like we've kind of moved past – I don't know. I just. Yeah. Words cannot describe. <laughs> right. Well, I want to flip it back. Aaron, Scott and I got through what's up, what's down when you froze up and. and yeah. Uh, I, my, my Wi-Fi hotspot kind of decided to freeze on me. So my bad. That's all right. That's all we right. Don't have, I don't have internet back to the house yet. We got power, but no internet. Um, okay. So we're going to give a chance though. Tell us what's up. Well, what's up? I, I was starting to say, but I probably, you know, was all frozen. And you guys are like, well, what, what's he going to say? <laughs> That's how badly I didn't want to lead off. I caused my <laughs> to freeze up. I am much better following you guys' lead. Um, my up was this. Um, we started. I don't know if it's right that we're started. I don't know if we're doing all the right things in starting. I don't know if uh, it, we're going to look back on this in hindsight and say it's a great thing we got started, but we started. We had volleyball matches. We had football games. We had cross-country matches. We got a swim meet in. Um, so, uh, and maybe in our community, it's a, it's a real big deal. Uh, we, we had something normal last mm -hmm. week. The circumstances around it and within it weren't normal, but we did something that we're used to doing the first weekend or the last weekend in August. And that was half sports. So uh -huh. yep. Um, yep. step forward in some way, shape or form. Um, There's still a lot of struggles around it, but at least we, we started, we're giving it a shot. Yep. So that's my up. All right. Good. What about your down? You go two in a row. Um, my down uh, we are um, not going to be back in Kennedy High School for face-to-face -face classes until probably after the first year. Um, right now, the you know in our entire school district, we had 20 of our 26 buildings took on damage. Um, we pushed the school start date back to the 21st of September, so about a month late. Um, everybody. All the students 6 through 12 are going to start online. We, by starting on the 21st, we can get enough facilities open around the district that we can have our K-5 kids all start in person. But uh, our worst buildings, Kennedy, Wash, Jeff, a couple of, couple of middle schools, uh, we won't be back in the buildings until they, they're anticipating January 1st is when they can let us back. So after Christmas break, and that's tough. Um, not just managing on the on, online school part, but I'm starting to think about how am I supposed to run fall, how are we supposed to run fall programs um, and, and kick off winter programs when you can't, you can't even be in your, 
can be in your gym, can be in your pool, can't be in your locker rooms, can't be in your weight room. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's my down. Mm. Yeah, that'd be hard to overcome. Yeah, that's a that's a whole other level. Yeah, on top of everything, for sure. Yeah. We uh we got to replace all three gym floors and our you know there are three separate gym floors in our main gym and all three have to come out and be replaced and uh, mm. auditorium stage has to get replaced. Um, classrooms just it's a mess. So mm. that's my down. Derecho sucks. I'll just say it. Yeah. <laughs> Man. It really did a number on us. Aaron, I'm just glad you have power back. Yeah. 11 days with no power. Um, yeah. You got a workout. Yeah, I bet did. But I got to say, though, your, uh, your natural fire cooking about, looks how, fairly delicious. How about Mrs. Stecker taking over the grill and she, making making some food for us on there? She was, she was just – murdering it she was man. killing that food man good it stuff man. Great. that beef stroganoff was good Lash mm. was good hot roast was good um she can i say this on the podcast she says to me i think the second night she's outside cooking i come walking out of the house and she's sitting there looking like we all do when we're outside cooking beverages and everything <laughs> <laughs> and, and says to me I'm starting to understand this grilling and cooking out thing. <laughs> I said, yes, yes, you are. <laughs> well, man, hats off to you guys. I'm sorry all that happened. And it's it, uh, I'm glad you got back. It back anyway. We're, we're coming back. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's kind of leads us into what we're going to talk about. We're just going to kind of talk for a few minutes about really where we're at. It was, you kind of heard it in Scott and I's what's down. Um, and we're just going to continue that, but we just don't want to sit and whine and complain. We want to maybe throw out some ideas of how we can, can combat that, how we can get through it, and uh, just some ways. Because I, I know that we aren't the only three that are feeling this way. Um, <laughs> you know. So if anybody's listening to this, maybe we'll be able to give you a few things. Um, Again, we always say this is our weekly counseling session, and so uh, that's what we're kind of using it for tonight. Yeah. You two are getting your money's worth, or I'm getting my money's worth out of you two this week. This last I think we're, we're all benefiting. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think I want to start first, though, with, you know, just, let's just talk through maybe because we get frustrated with people, but why are people feeling like they're feeling right now? Because it seemed like, you know, we started – when baseball softball started, it was like, okay, folks, we've just missed spring. We get to play. And it seemed like we had pretty good cooperation. Yep. People were able to do that. Um, and it went okay. Mm -hmm. But now, you know, here we go with football and all the fall sports, volleyball, cross country, swimming, and school. But people seem to be in a whole different mood. Mm -hmm. um, they just don't seem grateful to just play and have their kids and their grandkids and, you know, people they're supporting play, which we all are. But I now it's just like they want it that, their way and they want it back to the way it was a year ago. Um, so let's talk first about why people are feeling like they're feeling and why they're fighting us sometimes about when we're trying to get some things done. 
Sure. Yeah. I, you know, um, not, and I don't want to go down, I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole. Um, but, uh, you know, you'll, you go back to when we started it, you know, in, in late May, mid to late May, when they said, hey, we're going to give baseball softball a shot and you're going to start on June 1 and blah, blah, blah. Um, I think we're still very much in a unified, we're in this together, kind of all had the same uh, thoughts towards the COVID deal and, and understood what was going on, didn't like it, but, but we're, we're kind of all in it together. Um, I think since that time, and that, and that led to maybe a, co- a more cohesive um, buy-in to what we were trying to accomplish and what we had to do to accomplish baseball softball. Um, there's been a whole lot more time for division to set in and opinion to form and divisiveness to kind of to take over. And now all of a sudden we're coming in fall and with school and sports and all that stuff. And, and I think people have become farther apart on their personal opinions on COVID and how dangerous is it and the realities of it and does a mask work or not? Does it infringe upon my freedoms or not? And we've become further apart on that than we were back in May and June. And, and then we all know it, man, our schools, our programs are just a, they're a microcosm of our community and and our society. And and we become more divisive as a society. And therefore we're approaching, should we or shouldn't we do school? Should we or should we not play football, volleyball, have marching band, do fall plays and musicals from the same lens um, which is we're in a lot of different places on this thing right now as a yeah. society and a community. I think that's exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. There's a lot of people frustrated uh, by all of that. Um, like they're just tired of COVID. We're all tired of COVID. We said it, we admit it. We're tired of COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there's, there's a lot, they're just, so many unknowns going into school right now too. What's, what's, what's that going to do to us? I mean, we saw it in the first week last week when people are going back to school of classes shutting down and, you know, schools having to take a break and football teams or volleyball teams having to quarantine. Um, I think the unknowns right now are, are what's, keeping a lot of people up at night too. At least a lot of people that have to administer all this stuff. I think for me, the the biggest frustration is just, you know, our, our people want to be at the games. Our kids want to be at the games. Um, and, and I think what a lot of them fail to realize is we want them there. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of sentiment out there that, you know, oh, your jobs must be easy now. You don't have to have all these people at your events. I'm, I'm like, no, this is actually – 10 times more work than we'd ever have to do before. And we want people to come. I mean, financially, I mean, just think of the hit we're taking. Um, I I don't know. It'll take years for us to recoup our losses um, from what we've had this last spring and now fall and the summer and all the gate revenue we've lost, all the opportunities to do fundraising we've lost. Um, Financially, this is crippling to our activities programs and, um, so I, I fail to realize why people think that <laughs> this makes our jobs easier. It, it doesn't. And, and again, it, it's more frustrating because we want our kids to be there. That's why we do what we do because we want to yeah. be around kids and, and we want to give them experiences that they'll remember for the rest of their lives. And, and now it's, we're giving them, you know, experiences where they're like, 
not going to necessarily like the experiences they're having now. So it makes it hard because that's not what I want. I mean, I know it's not what all of our ADs want. They want to have the kids there and be excited about being at volleyball games and football games. But, you know, we had a, I had a, somebody call our school and, and was mad. He's like, why are we even playing if you're not going to allow fans to come? Because our kids get to play and they want to play and we want to be able to offer them the opportunity to do something. Again, like Aaron said, something normal that they love to do and we want our kids to, to be able to participate. And if we keep, you know, people don't do what we ask, I don't know that we'll get there. I hope we do. Hope can people continue to, to help us wear masks and stay socially distant and, um, you know, wherever, whatever, wherever you're at politically right now, and the divisiveness that we have on the political landscape, we still we still want to keep our kids safe. And and the problem is we don't know who's got. That's the one thing that people forget is like we don't know what kid might have some underlying health condition which it could affect. Uh-huh. And I'd hate to be the AD who's at a school that loses a kid due to COVID, and what that will look like for that school, for that community for those administrators, for those coaches, I don't want to see that happen. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I just think it's important that we, even though we get frustrated with the reaction that we get, um, that we do just kind of recognize and try to work with the people and know that they're frustrated too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that, and that's, that's what, that's what gets hard for us, I think, a lot of times is um, anybody in, in roles like ours, when you've got to work with folks, is, is you've got to try to step back for a second and, and look at it from their perspective. If, yeah. if, they're coming at, if, if they're coming at you, attacking you for decisions you're making about what you're in the best interest of keeping kids and fans and officials and, and event staff safe, um, you know if they, were in, if they could step back from it, they'd see it. You're, they would agree with what you're doing, but they're in a, they are in a position of frustration and loss yeah. themselves. And, and yeah. you're the person they're going to lash out at now. Yeah. Me being all guru, you know, uh, you know, like I got it all together sitting here on my patio here on a Sunday night, talk to me tomorrow morning at 10 AM and <laughs> I'll have a little more stress about that whole perspective. But, um, but no, and, and for the most part, I got, like I said, I gotta be honest. I think most people are, on the same, but they're frustrated and they, and they wish we didn't have to do all the stuff we have to do. Yeah. Um, but they're working with us. It's, and what gets hard is it's so different venue to venue and sport to sport too, what you can do and you can't do. And so people start playing the comparison game. Um, yeah, it's true. You go from a, from a volleyball standpoint, you know, you go from a, from a gym that maybe holds, you know, 300 people, 400 people, 500 people. And you get two good volleyball teams, and that place will get packed in a hurry, and you've got to limit it. You go to a bigger gym like mine where I can hold 1,800, even if I go – I can't remember the last time I had 900 people at a, at a high school volleyball match. So I, even, I can be at 50% capacity mm-hmm. and still have bigger crowds than I usually will get for my volleyball matches. So it's so different every place you go, and you get all these families are comparing um, – their sister's experience with it, with her kids at school district A versus yeah. my brother-in-law's experience yeah. at school district B. And it's also different based on where they're at and what part of the state and they, but they want it to all fit into the same, mm-hmm. that same square peg in the same round hole. And it just doesn't work that way. Right. Um, 
Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's, it's that consistency thing. Yeah. That people, and they see, they see, they go to uh, the news and they watch some game and there's no, there's people weren't not wearing masks and sitting right on top of each other. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard to understand. Yeah. It's take patience. It's going to take a lot of patience and a lot of grace. Um, yep. And, you know, my, one of my go-to answers just become, yep, I know it. I know it's frustrating, but isn't it great we're trying? Isn't yep. it great we're out here right now trying to get this done and playing a game tonight or playing a match or having practice or whatever, you know, depending on what they're coming at me with. And I said, they aren't really coming at me. They're just asking questions. Yeah. They want, want yep. to know why. Um, so. I do think if we stepped back to and we kind of knew – Maybe I'm just going to throw a number. Maybe 90% of the people really understand what we're trying to do yep. and appreciate it. Yeah. If those 10% or less, yeah, those are the ones that bother us the most, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And my wife shared this with me the other day. I may have shared it with you guys too. Um, the loudest booze will mm-hmm. always come from the cheapest seats. Yeah. People who invest the least in you will have the most to say about you. So trust your work and keep your circle tight. Yep. There's no doubt. Yeah. So. You know, to that point, I'll share a story from Friday night um, with you. Um, To to that point. uh, So I'm I'm, I'm down the sidelines and and, and we're out there at Prairie. And um, wait, Right, they didn't be okay with us having like team photographer, team photographers and things like that down. So we had a couple of our team photographers down, and I was working on making sure they stayed outside the ten yard lines and following the media guidelines. They're they're supposed to follow those things, and and so I'm down there, and just one of our parent team photographers who I've built a pretty good relationship with, just out of the blue, comes over and just gets right, not like in my space in front of me, but in my sight line of the game, and really drew my my attention, and just stopped. And just looked at me and said, hey, thank you. And I kind of, mm-hmm. what, what are you talking about? And she's just grabbed my eyes again and just said, no, thank you. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for what you're doing. Thanks for the work the coaches are doing for the kids. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And, she, and then she went away. Um, but she just was going to take a second to make sure that, that she was somebody who was appreciating what we're doing. And Todd, to your point, I think 90% or more of our people yep. – where they're at and they get it and 90 percent of here's the thing 90 percent of our communities are there also right that's it, yep. it we let that small bit just get so big yeah yeah that's true yeah the other line i think that you always remember dabble sweeney whether he said it or you kind of see it on him sometimes but don't take criticism from someone who you wouldn't take advice from <laughs> yeah that's a good one easier said than done but I think that's uh, that's good advice too. Yeah. And, you know, I think part of it, um, I don't know if this is you guys or just me, um, you know, you just, I've lost some sleep here the last few days. But a lot of it is, I think, and I'm, I'm trying, I try to break myself of this. I'm worrying about things that I don't even know if they're going to happen or not. Yeah. I'm making stuff up in my mind about what could go wrong instead of just, not worrying about it that's that's hard yeah. that's hard for me because I, you just yeah. we play scenarios in our mind all the time 
Yep. And that's what I'm doing right now. It's what I'm really struggling with is all these scenarios because we didn't host yep. on Friday night. We've got our first Friday night host coming up this Friday. Yeah. So I'm, I wrestle with that. And when I wake up at 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. and 4 a.m., I try to put that out of my mind, but it's hard. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Don't, don't borrow trouble. I, uh, don't I borrow trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was the only one who did that. You're kidding me. I mean, you guys do that too. You make stuff up in your head and <laughs> I know. And then, and then, then, happen. And then I'll, I'll be so mad, but I'm going to make it into a short TV sitcom. Just wait. <laughs> hey, yo, in Scott's mind. Yeah. Um, that's a scary, scary. Yeah. That's a scary place to be. Gentlemen. That is a great place to be. <laughs> hey, you brought up a good point there, Todd, about, you, you know, you didn't host Friday night. I didn't either. Um, we played at Prairie and so we had a lot of conversations and stuff and, and, and frankly, and, and I'm, I'm going to share this story, not, not saying I'm, I'm not disagreeing, agreeing, whatever with, with the way they, they ran things out there. Um, I think a lot of folks just didn't know they, they're like, okay, this, this is a, this is what we're going to go with on Friday night. And we're going to learn a lot about how it works. Mm-hmm. Be smart as a, as a visiting AD about asking a lot of questions of where you're going and understanding what, what they're going to do and how they're going to do things or what they aren't going to do and how they're, and how they might manage things differently than your plan. I imagine that your place. Um, I ran into a little bit Friday night. I didn't, I thought I had an understanding of how things were going to go, but then our crowd got too big for the space we had hmm. on the other side of the football field. Um, so our students, quite frankly, were wait. They were they were packed. Um, they did their. They were trying, but they're 16 and 17, and they're really good at being that. And and so they wanted to be together. But and so then we we got to a point where like okay, either we're pulling a bunch of them out of there and putting them on the track, or we're kicking parents out of the stands and asking them to be in the standing room only areas on the track so we can spread our kids out further. Well, none of those were going to go over well. Right. Yeah. Um, that was going to make things worse than they already were. And so we just decided to harp on masks, but know where you're going, know what they're, know what they're planning on and understand how you're going to help manage your, manage what you expect of your people in somebody else's venue um, is, is just as important as, as what you're doing when you host. Right. Yep. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Really good point. I think what hurt us Green County, we haven't been in school yet. So I've got no communication with my kids, our fans, uh, student section about, you know, how we were going to be. And we'll do that this week. I put it out on Twitter, but, and social media, but you know, they aren't, they aren't seeing that. So, um, they did, they did. Okay. We'll be better. Uh, I do think it's important. I've tried to tell our parents and our coaches, I said, when we go to another venue, whatever they say we're going to do, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, but if it's looser and we need to still do things that we feel is important, we need to continue that as well. Yeah, and that's what I'm kind of getting at that gets hard. Yeah, yeah. Woo, yeah. We don't have to. We don't have to worry about anything here. There's no yeah. restrictions. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. Uh, that'll be the hard part. Um, but man, I think we got to keep trying. I mean, it's it's hard. We're sitting. You can hear it in our voices and in our conversation. It's it's. You know, I think what's getting tired, tiring for me is it's, it's not, it's not normal routine. It's, it's when you start thinking about selling tickets. Okay. I used to have three things I had to worry about putting my ticket box together. Now I've got nine. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it's, 
everything just takes three or four more steps to think through and plan for. Um, so it almost feels like your first year AD all over again and then some, and so it's yeah. hard. And we just got to keep plugging though, because it matters. Yep. Um, yeah. Took a second at your volleyball matches or your swim meets or cross country meets or your football games. Um, and just looked for a second, what you saw on faces behind the masks, hopefully, but what you saw on faces was a sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. Doing it. So, yeah. And we got to do it at least once. Yeah. Um, and we got to keep trying it. Let's see if we can give them a second time and make the yeah. second a little better than the first time. What did we learn the first time and how do we do it better next time? So that maybe there can be a third and a fourth and a fifth. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, just something you said, Aaron, just kind of spurred a thought for me and I've been thinking about it and you, you talked about routine a little bit and I've felt so lost at times, just like, you know, like I'm like, gosh, I'm, I'm forgetting something or you just get taken out of that routine. Like you just are kind of going, you know, you just get in your kind of yeah, flow yeah. being an AD yeah. and this has completely taken me out of my routine and my normal day or all the added things like you just talked about here and yeah. then you're like then I'm like okay gosh I'm missing something I'm yeah. I've been going back to like my list that I kept for myself a long, long time ago just to make sure that I'm covering the things I need to cover mm-hmm. think, here's, here's how I feel think of a marching band all of a sudden losing the drum line in the middle of, of in the middle of a performance yeah disjointed and, and, and out of out of sync and out of rhythm that, that performance yep. become. And that's kind of what we're dealing with right now is there's just no rhythm yeah. driving us forward. Yeah. That's so true. So thank you. That made, made me think about that a little bit. No doubt. I want to offer a couple things. I put this out on Twitter a little bit ago. Um, just asking, you know, what, what people feel like they can do to power through this, to get through it. And I had two respond, both from the state of Florida. Uh, the first was Dr. Chris Hobbs, who's been on the podcast before. From He's the director of athletics at the King's Academy in West Palm Beach. Um, and I tell you, if our listeners aren't following him, he's a must-follow on yeah. Twitter. He is yep. super active and super good. And uh, he's Dr underscore Chris Hobbs at Dr. Dr. Underscore Chris Hobbs. So give him a follow. He said this, I, I think it's good. Um, Cause I think everything he says is pretty good. Set professional slash personal growth goals and work towards them. That puts the focus on things that you can control rather than succumbing to unfortunate circumstances. That increases the chance that you're better when circumstances improve. Mm -hmm. And then so did you. You improved as well. So uh, that's good. You know, set some personal and professional growth goals right now and work toward them. Um, Again, that's another thing on top of it, but I think that's important because I think we've got to Focus on things we can control, whether that's, you know, making sure I'm going to try and write daily. I, I got to thinking about that after he said that. I was just, I write sporadically just in a journal and I, I just write my thoughts down. I'm going to try and do that more 
and mm-hmm. write those things down. So I'm kind of getting those out um, and try and do that daily. And then just reading. I got I got to read more consistently. I've got books sitting there that I've ordered <laughs> during the pandemic. I'd be on Amazon and think, oh, that book looks good, or I'd talk to somebody. <laughs> so I've got some books I got to get read. And I love sitting down and reading, but I just I don't do it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm too sporadic in that. So yeah. those are two things I'm going to do, kind of professional and personal. I want you guys to help hold me to it. Uh, so yeah. let's set some goals, things we can do, things we can control and work toward right now to help take our mind off of um, what we're going through, what we're experiencing right now. Yeah. And, and, and it may not be, you know, um, some of the stuff that came out of the COVID things was, you know, you saw some people out there saying, look, man, I, I, um, I didn't become the greatest version of myself during COVID. I, there was, there was hard times and struggles and I didn't read all those books and I didn't do all the self, you know, all, all the self-care stuff I was supposed to do, whatever it was. Um, personal growth and professional growth right now might just be, look, and, and, and really for me, one of my focuses going into this week, because I look back at my last week, week plus, um, I've been short fused. I mean, I just, I, I, it doesn't take me very long to get, uh, disoriented emotionally uh, in, in things. And, and then I waste a lot of time, I waste a lot of energy. Um, for me right now, it's probably just, and I got to react better. My, my, my R has to be better uh, yeah. this week than it was last week. Um, and so I've got to focus on what can I do? Can I take deep breaths? Can I take a pause? Can I get up, you know, walk three circles around my chair before I sit back down and take that problem on? Whatever you got to do to, 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 to make sure my R is better this week than it was last week. Uh, yep. It's that. Maybe it's not. Uh, yeah, I, we got to get that back under control first. Maybe you're where I'm at anyway. I've got to get that under control first, and then maybe I'll pick up those books I bought. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, but right now I'm. Let's let's try. I want to try to get to 10 p.m. and not be looking at at, at the wanted, you know, help wanted signs uh, around. <laughs> That looks like a great job right now. <laughs> if I if I can get to the end of the day thinking I still want to be an AD. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's important though. too. You said it. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. get yeah. to the end of the day. Let's go day yeah. by day. And I think that. Yeah. Let's let's have Todd Gordon quit worrying about what might happen in a week or a week and a half. No, we you got to the Todd Gordons of the plan. But I know. Keep your eyes moving forward. Yeah, let's just make it through the end of the day. Yeah. Hasn't hasn't this. Hasn't this made, I, I guess, one thing that I'm not, and Todd, I'll just jump on what you just said. I, I'm not very good at, like, I want to have everything planned and ready to go. And oh, I, I found myself really? now, it's like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you knew that about me or not. <laughs> <laughs> I like to get, I just like go, go, go. And then now I'm like, okay, I, we got to wait. So it's probably been good for me that I, I can't work so far ahead. <laughs> I got to just take it as it comes. But it's really, really, really hard for me. And that's probably added to some of my stress level because I just am not good at that. Yeah. Can, can I have a little fun with this, Todd? Yes, how we, please. Absolutely. Please do. Please do. Can I have a little fun with this? So I want you all to envision Scott Jarvis in this scenario. And, let, and let's, we should put a poll out there afterwards on how do we think Scott would handle this. So we had a, a facilities meeting on, on Friday morning with our buildings and grounds head and our director of secondary schools, they kind of got their big insurance report about what, what could we and what couldn't we use in our athletic facilities, um, you know, with the, the, the ratio and the storm out stuff. And um, 
one of the positives that came out of it was our buildings and grounds guy felt really good about the fact we get our outside fields back. Like we haven't even been on practice on campus. We've had to go to the Kingston Stadium and practice football. Cross country is meeting at a park down the road. Um, you know, we, so we haven't been able to do outside stuff, let alone the inside stuff with gyms and pools. And uh, so we meet and he said, he tells us Friday morning, feel real good. You guys will get your outdoor practice spaces back. You can have football practices on campus, which would be huge. We're not trying to get kids down downtown. We get to have our, all of our equipment back, our sleds, all the stuff back. He says, I'll, I'll be in touch. Tells us again Friday night. Guys, yep, we'll be good to go. We got some, a couple hurdles, but they'll get them done over the weekend. So we all tell our football coaches. So, so Scott, I tell my football coach Friday night after the game, hey, start making plans to have practice back at Kennedy at, on site on, Saturday, or on, on Monday. Man, that's fantastic. That's great, Aaron. Sounds great. Thanks for all the work on that. Nope, don't thank me. Thank John. He's done all the work. So they get all that stuff going on Saturday, Scott. All right. So plans are being made for the return to on-site football practices on Monday. Last night at 9.30 p.m., email comes from, from our buildings and grounds guy. Hey, never mind. They're not going to be ready to go. Oh, gosh. How does Scott Jarvis handle that situation? <laughs> you want, do you want me to tell you? Or you no, I want? think we all know. I just wanted to, I, I wanted to get you like, a little on the? <laughs> Hey, that's 2020. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. 2020. That the epitome of just kind of how this is all going. It's did you do? You spend this energy planning situation A. Hey. Yeah, and, it's crazy. And then B and C and D hit you. So, I don't know. I thought you said that I'm a planner, Scott. And I thought, how does Scott handle? Hey, I, I'll tell you this. So, we worked really hard to, to come up with some other venues to, for people to watch our football game. Friday night because it's a huge community event yep. and so we got a, a video board and we worked with the district at Prairie Trail and Ankeny and then we had a 15-foot video screen set up you know uh, they were gonna put it with a, a little concert before and a concert after and have the game on the video screen and people from community were able to come and social distance and watch the game and the governor comes out Thursday and says uh, yeah, you can't have any social gatherings over 10 and they shut that down. Man. I'm yep. like, okay, well, Hey, it's still, it's still on. We're going to stream it. So we did this hashtag, you know, Hawk Jag watch party, and we're going to give a prize to whoever's got the, the coolest pictures that come out for the watch party. And then <laughs> our stream goes down Friday night and oh. nobody can watch the game. Oh, oh man! No. <laughs> so they don't, we don't get the stream up till halftime and we're getting just I'm like, and they go, what's the issue? They go, well, there's a hurricane down in the Atlanta area and it's messing up our servers. And I'm just like, wow, I'm batting zero, zero folks, <laughs> zero. I'm 0 for 10 now and I'm losing my ever loving mind. Maybe that, see, there's a segment coming from this, Todd. Who can send us their, their most recent, uh, like, yeah. Dis disorganized situations like what what you plan for x and y and z happened and, it, and we can title it what would scott jarvis do <laughs> it'd be like this it'd be like the saturday night live our live skit that debbie downer wah, wah, wah. <laughs> oh it's man. debbie downer yeah no 2020 wins again yep. <laughs> yeah. and 
in all that, Dr. Hobbs is right. Focus on what you can control, even as hard yep. as that. Do that daily. That's the best, one of the best things we can do. Yep. Control the R. Another yep. one we heard from, Jake Von Schur. Uh, he's the director of athletic enrichment at the McClay School. He's in Tallahassee, Florida. Um, another big-time AD down there and, and nationwide does a lot of good stuff. His uh, Twitter handle is at Jake's Touchdown, J-A-K-E-S Touchdown on Twitter. He's a good follow. Very active. He's number one on the NIAAA website on the portal. He is. You uh, keep trying to catch him, Todd. But Oh, man, I've dropped because I haven't been on it as much. I've got <laughs> trying to, to get back. Trying to keep up with Jake on the NIAAA is like trying to keep up with Jarvis on Varsity Bound for followers. You just can't do it. Can't do it. No, it's, can't do it. Yeah. But Jake also has a podcast, the Educational AD Podcast, where he has some mm-hmm. really good guests on. So you can give yeah. Jake a listen there, too, if you're looking for another podcast. That's the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, Jake just said, when I said, you know, what are you doing to fight through this? And he's, he just said, stay the course. They've been in school three weeks now, mostly in person, but some families have gone virtual. They had a few football players test positive, and they ended up having to quarantine the hmm. entire team yep. at their home, and they did virtual school, plus they didn't have practice. Uh, they have no further infections, so practice resumes tomorrow. So Jake just – Jake's a very positive guy. He's very positive mm-hmm. on Twitter and on the NIAAA portal. Uh, always sharing good stuff. And he just says, you know, stay the course. Stay yeah. the course. I, I, I'll throw in a little Florida tidbit here. and um, So I've been working with the National High School, uh, National High School Athletic Coaches Association and um, Coach Kirshner, a basketball coach down in uh, Florida, um, has 921 wins, um, is, has an incredible career, had made positive impact on kids for a long time. Um, he right now needs a kidney. Mm-hmm. And um, right. so I, we, we kind of started a campaign on the, the, our, our social media accounts through the National High School Athletic Coaches Association, um, and it's getting some traction. And so I just want to give a shout out, uh, go and retweet that for us. I've tried to retweet it everywhere I possibly can, get it on Facebook, um, and help find Coach Kirshner a kidney. Um, so we've got some college basketball coaches that are even getting involved now. Um, so um, just a, a, our thoughts and prayers are with Coach Kirshner and his family, and hopefully we'll find somebody that will uh, donate a kidney, and the hashtag is share your spare. Um, yeah. So hopefully uh, Coach will, Coach Kirshner will get a kidney and. I uh, just wanted to mention that tonight and, and to kind of talk a little bit about perspective and, and what's really important. Um, one of the things that's uh, been good for me to try to get out of that negativity thought is I, I got a, you know, a great family. Um, I have my health. And then I think about uh, coach and what he's going through and I'm like, okay, things are really not that bad. So mm-hmm. just a little bit of, refocus and perspective on what's really important and, um, you know, focusing on what's good and, and not always what's bad. So. Yeah. Good point. Thanks for sharing that about coach too. Yeah. So hope we can find him a kidney. Yes. Well, I, I think, you know, let's just kind of wrap up some thoughts here on, you know, what we can continue to do. Thanks to uh, Chris and Jake for getting back to us, sharing some of their thoughts as well. Certainly appreciate that. Um, 
I think, you know, two things for me. Um, I think we got to find and enjoy our hobbies too. We got to make sure that, yep. and that we, we, we can get some time for that. Um, whether that's the golf, the vinyl, the smoking of meats, a bologna, whatever it is. Um, you know, we, we find some time to do those things. Aaron right now is having his dog run all over the yard chasing. You guys can see this zoom call right now. It's awesome. The dog brings <laughs> the ball Sorry. back to Aaron on his patio and he tosses it and there goes the dog and the dog's back 10 seconds Sorry. later with the ball. I love it. <laughs> there he is right there. <laughs> My bad. I'm like, a, that's awesome. Uh, she's just been dying to play. She won't leave me alone. The other thing, and then I'll let you guys kind of throw in your last thoughts here too, is um, I just have kind of been following this this motto, this mantra right now, and that's adjust, adapt, overcome. Yep. And uh, I just try to do that, and I know we're going to have to do that more and more. And uh, so that's, that's kind of the motto I'm just going with right now, adjust, adapt, overcome. That's good. I, Todd, can I just read the, that quote that I – had from Todd Gordon here quick from John Gordon same yeah Todd Todd Gordon John Gordon same hey, thing same thing interchangeable <laughs> that, I mean they're the same person almost I mean <laughs> yeah let's do that uh so here, here it is no matter what anyone says just show up and do the work if they praise you show up and do the work if they criticize you show up and do the work if no one even notices you just show up and do the work just keep showing up, doing the work, and leading the way. With, lead with passion, fuel up with optimism, have faith, power up with love, maintain hope, be stubborn, fight the good fight, refuse to give up, ignore the critics, believe in the impossible, show up, do the work, you'll be glad you did it. True grit leads to true success. And I read that today and I was just like, that couldn't, there couldn't be a, a more true statement right now for athletic directors and athletic administrators than just showing up and doing the work, doing the best you can for kids. Yep. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that reading from, from, uh, from John Gordon's book. I think the first time I remember seeing that one of his books, it was in the power of positive leadership, I think. Yep. Um, yeah. But he, he pushes that out there a lot. Love it. And it gets back to what you were talking about there, Todd. And, and, and here's – it gets hard. Um, uh, I've been – I have dug myself deep here off and on the last several weeks into the Aaron Stecker pity party. Oh, woe is me. This is so hard, and I can't believe all the things I have to do. And, and really, this is going to happen today on top of everything else. And we can, it's really easy to get into that. Yeah. Mode. Man, but what do we stand up there and preach in front of folks about one of the greatest things about high school athletics is what? It teaches yeah. – deal with adversity and overcome adversity and, yep. and develop grit and resilience and keep moving forward. Well, it, and I'm not saying we can't get there cause I will, like I said, you talked to me four o'clock tomorrow afternoon and I might be frazzled and frustrated mm -hmm. and ready to throw in the towel, but I'm going to try to get back up the next day and do it again. And we have to be that example for our coaches, for our community, for our kids, um, yep. to keep showing up and doing the work. Um, even if it feels like, um, it's a losing battle, you got to keep doing it anyway. Yeah. But it's okay to admit we're frustrated. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I kind of wanted to do this tonight and on this podcast was just, just be real and yeah. 
know that we're we're all frustrated and we're all going to get through it. And I, I just I just think that's a great way to end it. Aaron, thanks for putting that out there, and Scott for reading that. Um, we'll just show up day by day, do the work, and uh, get better on top of it. Yeah, agreed. Thanks, you guys. Yeah, thanks, thank folks. you guys. Uh, appreciate good therapy it. session tonight. Yep, good therapy session. Hope uh, <laughs> everyone got a little therapy out of it as well. So uh, thanks again. You guys have a great week. Aaron, good luck with your uh, your uh, transition, your office, wherever you're working out of right now. Uh, hey, we got a – I got a positive note while we were on the show here tonight. We uh, are, are – Scott, go back to it. Our outdoor facilities are now back on. For oh, hey. So here we go. Uh, well, until tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. And oh they say, no go. Well, and it's crazy. I drove by the school today. I mean, there were, there had to be 50, 60 people out there. I mean, we got this big restoration company in, and they were out picking up, you know, going through the football fields and, and the track and making sure that every, all the debris is picked up so they, so they can give it back to us as soon as possible. So hats off to them. Yeah. Yep. Just keep grinding forward. Yep. yep. All righty. You guys have Thanks, a great guys. week. Good luck Goodbye. with all your activities this week. Again, thank you to everyone else out there who has, has listened to us, um, who supports us, who buys Aaron breakfast in Columbia, Missouri. <laughs> I want to know who that was. Uh, I, I hope you find out, but he may remain anonymous. But I want to anyway, say thanks. We, uh, I, I think it's, it's important for us to remember, too, guys, that we're in an awesome fraternity. And I, I think it's, it's just not in Iowa. It's just not our conference. It's uh, there's people all over the country that we've uh, been able to interact with through the national conference and uh, through different things. So we we're in a pretty awesome business at the end of the day and pretty awesome support. So uh, let's lean on each other. Uh, let's support yep, each other no and uh, let's just go day to day. So thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate you and uh, appreciate you listening. Have a great week, good luck, and be blessed.